There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles. Hello, hello. And I have a very special guest, Laura Hernandez. Laura is amazing, and I met her at Pure Bar, and she was one of the students in there, and I was a teacher, and we just clicked right from the start. And since I've known you, you have continually furthered your education, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your intellectual, your knowledge and your wisdom is just something to be amazing. So I would like for you to speak your title better because you have further advanced even more since we've talked last. So tell us about yourself, Laura. What do you do? Thank you, Amy. And thank you for inviting me. I'm so happy to be here. I resonate with you all the time. And some of the things I have learned is from you. So I started my journey around 10 years ago when I wanted to change my life. My background is in engineering and I was not happy with my life. And I decided that one day I was going to change it. And immediately the next day, everything was put in front of me for me to change. So I became a Theta Healer. Okay. So I studied the energy technique Theta Healing, which is an energy technique that you change your life and the way that your brain automatically thinks through the theta brainwave. So I did that for, and I'm still a theta healer and I now teach 
also then a healing, not only practice, but also teach it. And then I became a life coach, a spiritual life coach. And that means I coach every area of life through neuroscience and physics. And then why not? I became a heart trainer because having a coherent heart is the way for a great meditation. So I was very interested in meditation. And because I have to do things in the way that I think are going to be better. So I also join HeartMath because HeartMath is an amazing technique that helps you create a coherence in the heart so you can have coherence in the brain. The more coherent your heart is, sends a signal to the brain to become coherent, and then your meditation is awesome. So I started with that, but then I realized that this coherence of the heart has much other benefits, such as meditation. So I have a program that is called Personal Resilience, that it's a personal thing, one-on-one. Then I have another program for groups that's Advantage, Resilient Advantage. And I have another program that's Activating the Hearts of Teens. And those three programs create heart coherence, personally, professionally, and over teens. I am also a team coach, and I am also a mental health coach and a wellness coach for the Chopper Center. And that means also that I train and coach meditation through the Chopper Center and um, I do some healthy uh, coach, health coach around Ayurveda as well, which you have enjoyed. Yes. I just went through Laura's program this fall and you are a huge reason as to why I'm here and why this podcast is even existing because you helped me and you showed me things that I wasn't able to see before. You showed me from an Ayurvedic standpoint how my body moves, how my brain thinks. And we did all this through assessments and Laura can do those assessments with anyone who wants to coach with her. And you showed me things that are priceless till this day. I don't beat myself up anymore about taking a little 20 minute yoga nidra nap. I used to think if I only had 20 minutes to lay down, I may not fall asleep and I would panic about that. Like I can't fall asleep. And then I would be so anxious But then I realized it's not about falling asleep. It's about becoming meditative in a meditative state to allow yourself to completely relax. And you showed me what that did for my body. And I'm so thankful for that. I still use it to this day. And it's helped my migraines. You told me years ago, I just didn't listen. You told me 2012, you said, (laughs) you said your migraines have to do a lot with control. And it was, it was, I didn't understand at the time, but it was stress. It was the stress trying to control. So that trying to control the things in my life rather than just moving with the flow. And then that stress that it would cause me would trigger the migraines. But that, you know, that's just me with the migraines. Everybody else is different. So, okay. I went through your theta healing class and I'm very interested in talking about the theta waves and what that means exactly. We discussed a little bit on our last podcast about meditation and breath work. But I know that you've done a lot of work with uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he talks a lot about the different states of the brain. And when we're asleep, we're delta, relaxed, deep sleep dreaming. But theta, why is it that we want to get into a theta wave zone in the middle of the day? Well, a theta brain wave means your body is asleep and your mind is awake. So it's an hypnotic state. So when you work through the theta brain wave, uh, in theta healing, for example, where we're doing, we are kind of in a hypnotic state, downloading information to your psyche. 
So you will be performed according to that information, just like in a hypnotic way. And why is this important? So we have two parts of our conscious mind. We have the conscious mind and we have the subconscious mind. 5% of your thoughts, everybody says around 5% of your thoughts is conscious and 95% of your thought is subconscious. So everything that you are conscious about that you want is coming from your conscious mind. But everything in your life that doesn't work the way you want to comes from your subconscious mind. We manifest our thoughts. Our thoughts are electromagnetic waves. And as you're thinking, you are sending an electromagnetic field to the field of possibilities. And you're receiving back what you're signaling for. So everything in your life that you are not in accordance to, that you don't want, it's very likely that it's coming from your subconscious mind. Everything that you do like that your experience comes from your conscious mind. Why the theta brainwave is so important? Because that's where the information is. So as you relax yourself and dive into this brainwave, you are relaxing all the neural synapses that might be against you. And as you relax those neural synapses, they're not going to be so active anymore. And then you have the opportunity to turn those around more quickly. Make sense? Yes. I kind of visualize a forest with a lot of tall, tall grass inside of it. And you're trying to get through there, but you don't know the way. And there's a lot of wind. And that wind is your subconscious just moving things around and you don't know the way. But when you come to a position of relaxing and just breathing slow, that wind kind of dies out and then now your pathways form and then you can see new pathways and you can make new pathways. Would that be a kind of a good analogy to understand that? Well, it's a great one. Another analogy is like, you know, those things that you connect electricity to that have a lot of connectors, so an extension, okay? So imagine that you, because of what you are, you were born with 60 billions of neurons, 60 billions of neurons, and they all come together as soon as you are born and in your life experience through the experiences that you are going through. So your environment shapes your brain. And your brain is the one that creates the mind. So when you are meditating, you're slowing down the activity in the brain. You're slowing down the mind. So those connections, those neural pathways that are not active, start kind of loosening up and create a little bit more opportunity for neuroplasticity for you to create different neural pathways. Okay, now this is where heart math comes into place because with heart math, this is an actual technique that is, tell us more about HeartMath and why it started. HeartMath is an organization based in California that started like 29 years ago and has a scientific driven purpose to prove that the coherence of the heart changes not only your brain, your life, but also has an impact in your environment, in the people around you, and even in trees or countries. So it has an impact. So the purpose of heart math is to teach you how to create coherence in the heart. Why? Because the heart sends information. 80% of the information travels from the heart to the brain. And when you have a coherent heart, you have a coherent brain. 
if you have a coherent brain, you are signaling coherently all the centers of the brain, and therefore you're creating rejuvenation and vitality. If you have an incoherent signal in the heart by feeling unpleasant emotions and you are not self-regulating, which heart might help you self-regulate, then when you have no self-regulation, your brain is functioning incoherently and you're mostly to be in fight or flight constantly. Okay, this is where well, last week we talked about this a little bit. You have your beta waves, which right now we're in beta waves. But if we were in a high state of stress, anxiety, we'd be in high beta. High beta, yes. Right? Okay, learning the techniques of heart math helps you to stay in the beta while you're conscious, but also helps you to go into the theta when you want to. The little device that I got from you, it hooks to your ear and it hooks to your phone. And I don't know how, it, and I don't know how this picks it up, but. Because your ear has pulse. So it's picking up your pulse mm -hmm. and you're doing this breathing exercise, but it's not guiding you through the breathing exercise. That's where people learn the technique of the heart math, right? And then they use that little device. I mean, it was like, how much is that thing? 159 for the Bluetooth. Okay. It was very well worth it because I can hook it up to my, well, I plug mine into my phone. That way I don't have to worry about charging it ever. And then it helps me to basically measure my meditation, it, to measure my breath work better. Well, what you're measuring is heart rate variability. And if you have a high rate variability, that means your heart created coherence and your brain is going to match your heart coherence. So if you have a coherent brainwave, you're kind of cleaning the house, okay, in your brain. So that's how important it is. So when you're in high beta, you're stressed, you're in stress mode. And as you're doing the exercise, the heart mass uh, self-regulation exercise, what you're doing is you're slowing down your heart, okay? You're increasing your heart rate variability and you're increasing the coherence in the brain. That means you're going from high beta into alpha first, okay, you go first into alpha to go into theta. And theta is exactly where changes happen in the brain. I'm just thinking of the domino effect that happens if we're just in a constant state of high beta. The hormones that are produced in our body, the constant cortisol, the adrenals that are just pumping out adrenaline and cortisol, what it does to your cravings of sugar, alcohol, high carbohydrates, just the processed carbohydrates, and then how it triggers the gut and throws things off. And then you start triggering more cravings and then your immune system. I mean, it just, if you trail it back, it really all starts with your heart and the brain and learning how to regulate those. I'm just in awe and I'm like, why aren't we doing this more? Why aren't we doing this more? Because we don't have the information. I always tell my clients, I think this should be things that we should be taught in school, okay? How emotional intelligence, EQ, and how to create the emotional state that we're looking for. And just to be clear, Amy, it's very important for people to understand that as we are, as we are creating an incoherent brainwave, what the brain is thinking, I'm going to die. So I have to release the hormones of stress so I can fight, fly, or hide. 
And in order for that to happen, you're going to move your blood from the non-essential organs into the extremities so you can survive. And you're leaving very important systems without enough blood to function. Sexual system, no sexual desire, not ability to host a baby, not ability to, you know, create a baby. Immune system, less blood to send T cells through your body to fight bacteria and viruses. Not enough blood in your digestive system. So you start having uh, gut issues, inability to digest, inability to absorb nutrients, intolerances, allergies, and your brain. Your brain loses blood. So then your performance, your coordination, your situational awareness, your clarity, your focus, your ability to learn all goes down. So many things, not only the adrenals are going to be exhausted from overproducing these hormones, but these hormones are going to make your blood go to the extremities and are going to leave essential organs. That is so fascinating. And (laughs) next week, we're actually having a Dr. Cook come on and she does bioidentical hormones. And I understand there's a time and a place when maybe these things need to come into place. But at first, we really need to take a look at some of these things that are happening and how are we spending time meditating? Are we spending time in the breath work? Are we spending time thinking about reducing the stress in our life and just evaluating what is happening within our bodies? Something that is very interesting to me as I was doing some research, our chakras, we have seven chakras, also known as energy centers. And a lot of people just really have some reservations about this because there's a lot of influence. There's Eastern influence and Eastern influence may have Eastern philosophy or Eastern religion mixed in. And so people become afraid of it. Personally, I do not believe that there's anything to be afraid of just because someone of another culture or religion has a practice on something. I feel like we can learn from everyone and the energy centers of the body are where there are actual organs doing a lot of work. So if you have all these energy centers in your body with blockages, like you're saying, you're not going to have the high function of those areas. When you're in a meditative state and you're just focusing on your breathing, that's how you get there. Wouldn't you say to get into a good meditation, you've got to focus on your breathing. They go together. Okay. What is the practice and how is it done and what does it mean to breathe in from the pelvic floor to move spinal fluid up into your brain? I did not even know that was a thing until recently. Well, that's one of the with breath work. That's what you're doing when you have breath work. If people have heard about the Kundalini experience, the Kundalini experience is moving the energy from the pelvic floor into the brain. So that's what's called Kundalini, the energy. So what's happening here is that our energy field is created in our heart. So that's where the field is born. So you create an energy field and everything has an energy field, even a phone. Okay. Everything has an energy field and there is a type of photography, Quillian photography that where you can see that there is an energy field for everything. This energy field that we have as humans comes from our heart and it's created like up and down. And the more fluidity, the more the energy flows through your spine from the pelvic floor to your pineal gland, the more movement you have the greater activity you're going to have in your field. 
And if you have an active field, you have a strong field and you're less likely to be stressed, less likely to be sick. Why? Because everything, your field is very, very coherent. There is less chaos in your field. But if one of the energy centers has been blocked because an emotion that hasn't been processed correctly, then you start creating blockages through your system, organs, or chakras, or energy centers, whatever you're going to call it, and then the energy doesn't flow through the spine. And the movement of the Taurus feel that you have around you is disrupted. Now, some people look at, I've looked into the Kundalini and all those things, and some people are doing this for a very spiritual experience, but there's very much a scientific reason for things. And I like to look at in that way as a Christian, you know, I have some things that I might want to get into and some things that I may not want to get into. But I am very intrigued by the fact that some of these things that they learned years ago, I mean, thousands of years ago, they can now see the scientific data to support this. Even the talk of energy is considered taboo and for some people. And But energy is what we all are. We're all energy. Everything is. Well, okay. What is this with the pineal gland? The pineal gland is in the brain, the most protected little gland that we have. How is it that it can produce DMT? And what is DMT? Well, DMT is a hormone that causes you to have what's called spiritual experience. Okay. So if you know how to activate your pineal gland, you could create this DMT. No, you don't need to have any plant or any substance outside. So great meditators, people that know a lot of meditation or even newbies could have a spiritual experience where you see colors, where you can see other dimensions, where you can be flying. Those are caused by DMT. And what this hormone does is that you're out of your body, you're out of your program, out of your limitations, and you become one with everything and everyone. And that is what caused the DMT. Okay. So I've had these experiences then before because there have been multiple times where I really just, I prayed and I got into a very deep meditative state. I worked, focused, it was quiet. It was in the early hours of the morning and I was just breathing. And all of a sudden, like 20 minutes later, I just kind of popped out of it and I had been somewhere. I felt like God was talking to me. I had a conversation. I was able to document it, write it down, which is really cool to be able to do. And God spoke to me in those moments and it was the most beautiful thing ever. It's interesting that there's very, uh, maybe this is a little deep to say, there is a dark world out there. There's a dark energy field out there. There's forces of evil in our world. I think everybody can agree on that. And they may produce a lot of things that are called to be good for our bodies, but they're really produced out of greed and power. And many of them are directed to actually have an effect on our pineal gland. and basically turn it off in a way and block those spiritual things from happening. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't necessarily want to. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're happening. You're talking about. It is said that our pineal gland is the antenna that connects you to pure consciousness. Okay, and pure consciousness is what you call God. I call it pure consciousness. I call it the field of possibilities. You call it God. Okay, and it is said that it is not only your antenna to this energy that is higher than ourselves, whatever you want to call it, but also is the transducer of an experience. And what does that mean? I talked in the beginning that we're signaling electromagnetic waves with our thoughts, okay? And that pineal gland is what transduce, creates the experience here in your life. Transducer is like a TV, okay? It has a PCO electric effect, so it's pulsing, it's sending information, but it's also feeding back that information to you. So it's very important. It's very important. And why it's your spiritual connection? Because uh, according to your thought, it goes to the field and transduce into your life what you're thinking. See, okay, this is why it's so important. If you think of it, I love thinking of it as an antenna. That's a really great analogy. If you think of your antenna as being something that's so sacred, I mean, God put it in the middle of our brain, compacted by bones around it. It is the most protected little gland in our body, and it's tiny, like the size of a Tic Tac, isn't it? Even smaller. Even smaller. Okay, maybe a grain of rice, but it does so much. And that little antenna, we want to protect it and... All the things that are around us, whether it's the electromagnetic fields from our phones or the Wi-Fis in our house, and then you put on top of that the stressors such as candles and you know fragrances and all these things that we breathe in through our nose and cross over the blood-brain barrier and who knows where they're going, these all hinder our ability for better thought and better, it's just overall, just our stress that we put on ourselves. Better connect, like they inhibit your connection to the spiritual realm. Yes, true. What is it that we have crystals in our brain? Oh, this is a crystal. There's crystals here. So the pineal gland has crystals. And those crystals, as they vibrate, the little, little tiny crystals, that's as they vibrate, that's how they create the piezoelectric effect. So I'm thinking like a quartz crystal, something like that? Yeah, but they're very, very little, 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 little. <laughs> and crystals do conduct energy and electricity. Wow. They are piezoelectric. Just so fascinating. Okay. So how many times a day do you meditate? Twice a day, every day. And you talk about something very important. You said that we're all the time in activity. Okay. So this is why meditation is so important because we answer the phone, we work, we do, we go, we come, we do, we do, we do, we do. But we don't stop. So our autonomic nervous system has two sides, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. The sympathetic is always in activity. But we don't use the parasympathetic too much. So by turning on the sympathetic every time we meditate, we teach our body to go into this state constantly. And that means that gives you the ability to self-regulate your activity. So that's why also it's so important to meditate. I meditate twice a day, every day, for 20 minutes in silence. That's part of my practice. Not everything, but it's part of my practice. And what is your position? Like, what's your body position? 
Are you sitting, laying down? Laying down is only for masters. Even I fall asleep and I've been meditating for a long time. So it's, you have to be just seated because if not, your brain goes into theta, body sleeps, mind awake. So if you sleep, if you're doing it, meditation, laying down, you're going to sleep, fall asleep. So it's better to sit on a chair. I do it on the floor. I have a cushion for meditation. And it's very important to have your spine straight. Why? Because you have to allow the fluid and the energy to flow. So if, if my head starts falling down because I'm falling asleep, okay, I just have to, okay, I'm going to bring it up. I have my hands over my lap, either doing a mudra. A mudra is kind of a, something with your hands. Could be There are different definitions or meanings for that. I have either my palms up or in a mudra. And I do focus on a mantra. I practice mantra meditation. So instead of having a thought, when I have a thought, I come back to my mantra. And that allows me to keep my focus only in a vibrational frequency of the universe. That's a mantra. Okay. I guess I haven't heard. I knew what a mantra is when I teach a yoga class. And that's setting our intention for the class. But I guess I never really thought of doing a mantra or maybe even a Bible verse, anything that you choose. You could do a Bible verse, everything that you choose. Everything that keeps your mind focused on one thing is better than keep your mind in a hundred trillion of things. So our mind is constantly in so many things. So when we bring our focus in one thing, could be your breath, could be a noise in the environment, could be a guided meditation, you're paying attention to the person talking. That drives the brain into a path where it's much more calmer than what you have previously. And I love that last week we talked about these things and Marcus said that he's doing it all day long. He's practicing his breathing and breath work all day long. And when you get good at doing your morning, doing your evening meditation, you're practicing your breathing, you are less reactive because you're so used to holding your state at a certain level and keeping yourself in such a calm state that you're not easily provoked or upset when then somebody cuts you off on the road. You just let them because it's not worth it. You've worked hard to get yourself in that relaxed state and be happy and joyful. You're not going to let somebody, who is that guy? Who cares? What is he going through? You know what? Pray for him (laughs) and then just let it go. Yeah, that's how it is. Both Trey and Marcus decided to really work on your mental, your physical, emotional, and spiritual health. And I think a lot of people will compartmentalize this and say, okay, I need to work on my mental health. I'm going to get a self-help book, uh, self-help book or life coach. I'm going to work on my physical health. I'm going to go to get some exercise, emotional help. I'm going to go to the therapist. Um, I need to work on my spiritual health and then go to church. But what encompasses all of this breath work and meditation? Breathwork and meditation take all of these little compartments and they pull it together to strengthen each and every one of those areas so that you are overall a healthier person. So before just going for one of those areas, breathwork and meditation should be the center of of achieving these results all over. And Trey has been 
I'd say pretty good about meditation. It's horrible. Okay. No, you horrible? haven't. Okay. Why would you even do Why that? You That's even not even true. I'll admit that. It's been horrible. I, I, just, hey, man, well, I did it for the first six weeks in the pink cloud phase. Okay. Man, she's was about done. to lie down. Right? She's right throwing <laughs> okay, some. Okay, okay. So, freaking, you hear I was that? trying to be nice. We're all getting right, set right, up. Why would it. you do that? I mean, like, I. We're being real right now. Well, real you know, loud. I drop Dre under the bus all the time. Like, I mean, so. That's hilarious. I ask him every day about my, how you doing? He's like, oh, man. If it comes, if he leads with that, he's like, you know, I. Right. Okay, so, Marcus, tell us. <laughs> Tell us how long have you really been good at at practicing meditation and breath work? May twenty first, twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah, you rolled out with the discipline, right? Well, yeah. So I was raised. This, this is a very deep subject. Yeah. Very, 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 very deep. We can have you know, the first thing episodes. you do when you come into this earth is take a breath. Yeah. And Life your body, works. just think about that. Your body, body automatically does that for you. You understand? So if you take the time to do that for your body, what do you think it's doing? Mm-hmm. And no one's ever told it to me like that before. And then I was, I was training martial arts. I mean, the whole spiritual world, which, which I thought I did. But I just learned how to fight and defend myself like, in my, and train my body. Because those are three different things, mind, body, and spirit. They're, they're three completely different things. Some people are born down into this world or body people right out of the shoot. Why do they go to that gym? Why are you on that horse ranch? Why, you know, construction workers and stuff like that, right? Fair. Some people are mind people, like read these books. Why do they go to those schools? They, they just can't get enough of that knowledge. And then there's some people that are spiritual people. You see them out. They love the forest. They love the churches. Very rarely do you have somebody who has all three of those gifts in, in one spot. It takes time. That's why life is, is stretched out, what, what, we, what we think, Right. So we don't grow up fast. We just get big fast. The whole thing gives us knowledge, learning throughout. Well, so as you go into a from, if you're like, we were body people. So, but your mind and your spirit, those, those will feed each other too. Your heart's completely different. Did you know that? I mean, there's more electrodes and everything running up from the heart than there are down from the brain, right? And I mean, it feels differently. You've, there's some things that can feel. I mean, so think about that. Like these things run on different animals. <laughs> right so if you go into the gym and, and you're like you're a person who works out all the time and you know what that does to you it, it i mean it hardens you it, it makes your life so much better if you choose to lift the weight as opposed to life putting the weight on you right if you know that then you know studying that which body people usually do they'll study about their body and those things kind of feed themselves so if you take the time to step back and be like all right if i take a little bit of time to go to the church house and learn that and I didn't, this is how she told it to me. She's like, you love martial arts and seals and you got to study everything. I was like, absolutely. Well, She's like, you have to. You have to train to accomplish something. Right, right, right. To the next yeah. well, stepping stone. Well, what she said to me was the fact that she goes, well, how'd you start? And I was like, well, I used to watch this TV show called This Black Dragon Theater. And then I had these books. And she's like, so you did it by yourself. And I was like, yeah. And I was awesome. I thought I was, right? <laughs> but then I went to the schoolhouse and they started training me. Like people who actually knew something about something. And then all that does is sharpens you, like files that sucker down. And that's the same way with going in and them teaching you about this. All you have to do is show up in there. Yeah. And the boss will take care of the rest. That's just like commitment to jumping into the gym. Yeah. All you do is show up to each one of those events. Like show up to school, you'll learn. Show up to church house, you'll learn. Show up to the gym, you'll learn. Well, that's one of the things a lot of people say about the Catholic churches. They're like, oh, why would you have to take classes to be baptized? Or why would you have to take classes to get married and all that? Well, because you're about to enter a sacrament. You're about to enter a Mm -hmm. contract with God. You're being, you're bound by God um, in these things that you're doing. Why wouldn't you want to know how to 
why you're doing it and and how to live that life purely and how to execute that right. Like you, he couldn't be a Navy SEAL without going through buds and passing everything. And he gets his trident. It's just, it's the same thing. thing. You, you have to train in order to take that next step. And the next step isn't some hierarchy level, like Scientology or whatever. It's actually a sacrament. You're not paying to get there. You're not whatever. You're literally learning why we do these things. And you're making a contract with God that you're going to fulfill whatever that promise is, whatever that sacrament is. Yeah, learning marriage, and earning. Whether it's baptism, whether it's, um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of different sacraments with God, but you you train for it. And that's why we like going to the church is because you there's literally training for everything. And we are sharpening ourselves and our faith by doing that. I know that through the years, I have always... Um, I've kind of just gone to church and just listened and learned, but it wasn't until I learned about how meditation increases my spiritual faith, my, Mm -hmm. my, my walk with God, my communication with God completely increased. That is a great point. That is a, once I added meditation and Jesus meditated. I mean, he, he went off every morning. Mm Went off for 40 days. It's almost like he, re- he had to recharge. And you know what that is? I mean, that, that's a perfect way of saying it, too, is that um, like when you go into the gym and you're lifting weights, you're breathing. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you, you, you have to you, do the breath right. Yeah, you, the, you have to do the breath right. The you, you taught yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. So when, you, when, when you're out there going for a walk or whatever it is you do to, to take the time. And I never knew how to do that until somebody said literally, well, how the hell do you clear your mind? That's impossible. Mm-hmm. You understand? That, yeah. That's not a thing. It has to don't go in there thinking you're going to clear your mind because then there's like all this stuff in there. Well, that's like decoding your computer. It takes time. So the breathing part is to keep your, your keep you off of that, your, your mind, so to speak, mm-hmm. off. It's actually to keep you from your eyes watching your mind decode, right? So if you're concentrating on that breath of air, like, all right, feel it in your nose and the back of there and follow that sucker down and then follow it back. Like each one of them is precious to you. This is how it had to be explained to me, right? And I was telling my athletes at Exos this year, I was like, all right, Take 10 breaths. See if you can just do that 10 breaths by yourself in and out. It's hard to yeah. focus on it, it for and 10 breaths, man. Else. I'm talking like driving down the road. What else are you doing? You could just, find, and it's funny because it is, it literally has to be trained. And, and think about it like this. When you go out and you run and you get a certain breathing pattern, if you sat down and did that same breathing pattern, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's like guys who can hold their breath for a long time. Like they train like that. Life will train your, how should I say this? Breath trains you to live in the life that it wants to exist in or, or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? You can, I'm not yeah. saying that right, but my point is, is like, it's different. And it's like a, the spirit and it's tough to train. Mm-hmm. It takes a little while. And at the very end, when you to think you got it. it all figured out, it'll buck. You know what I mean? It'll be like, are you sure? It's, <laughs> it's usually about two weeks. You're wrestling it. He You're wrestling. started with an app to help. Yeah, I mean, I had help. And, I had help, um, sure. That's where I got the, that's where I got the belly from the monkey that y'all were making fun and of. And so he was, um, that's a great point. Doing See? this app and the belly. app would tell him his milestones. Like you just hit this milestone. Yeah. You just hit this milestone. And it would give analogies like. You, Those are great for guys like me. You can breathe like or a whatever. whatever. And he that's got to a point where it said. Great job. You now breathe like a Navy SEAL. <laughs> I felt so good. I was like, I'm going to try it all over again. I was like, wait a minute. I, I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's, it's a little easier that round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. those little, little things, those little progressions, that the treats. It's like life treats, man. It's like, it, and they show up at the most random place. Yep. That's the best part about the God. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, man, and then the better you get at this, right? They the stretch the them. Yeah, go. the more they stretch. You think like you don't get those rewards. You actually do. They're just harder just get, to see. You have to pay more attention. <laughs> you get to pay more attention. And that in itself is training. Yep. Because we forgot. We got to our generation. I call us the 78s. Them 70s and 80s babies. Man, we're, yeah. we're completely different. If y'all hear me out there, we're, we're completely different. We got that old programming, the old school in us. Like our, our, we drank from a water hose and our phones were still attached to the house, which means we got a line to the house. Mm-hmm. And then you got this new stuff down on the ground. It's all wireless. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about like, and then we, so we were there in the beginning of that. And so we understand both those worlds. Our generation before us has no idea what they're dealing with these millennials and the COVID babies. I mean, metaverse kids, they're, they're, I can't even, I don't even know what they're going to turn into. It's going to be fun to watch. That's why we had to go through 20 years of war. Oh, it's going to be fun to watch. Then they got us sick with a pandemic. Then they had all these crazy, you know, weather patterns and all that. I mean, that, what do you think that did to us? We're, you don't think you get battle weekends, man. You get battle hardened. We all had to go through this. Mm-hmm. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, when our billionaires started measuring their libido by their rocket ships, we switched into the different verse. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, you can see it. Like I said, there's a difference between looking at something, seeing, and watching it. Like we can do, we we have the ability to do the, yeah, oh yeah. So when you were in the Navy SEALs, they had to teach you how to breathe to get through certain situations. I was looking up um, the different waves of the brain, and when we're in a deep sleep, we're in a theta state, and that is deep dreaming. Then when your body is asleep, but your mind is awake, that is theta, and theta waves is when you have some massive healings going on in your body. If you can get to that point of theta while meditating, you are really transforming your body and the health of your body. Many people go through spontaneous healings just by using their mind to control and telling their bodies what to do. Mm -hmm. I remember you have told me multiple times when I've had a migraine to breathe into the pain and I, th- that was your way of saying that. And I think that basically you were he- healing the, the migraine with the breath and your own mind. Oh, man, whatever. Yeah. When you do your, when you start your breathing, you go in those different ways, you load up that breath like Rocky Balboa <laughs> and, when, and you send him straight to the pain. And when that sucker goes in there, imagine that breath is hitting that pain and like Kung Fu and the mess out of it and pulling it around. I mean, like that kind of thought problem, like you're sending the troops in. When I have injuries, I focus on that injury. I can stare at it. And then I'll think about my breath. I'm like, all right, get in there. Just start taking care of it, right? And heal that sucker up, man. I mean, the body you can't imagine what this thing can do. You can't imagine. It's designed to live, thrive, survive, and evolve down here. Life in itself wants to kill it. The minute you leave anything on the ground, anything, I don't care if it's made of iron, the earth will start to eat it. That's plain, that's plain knowledge. And man, when us and ourselves, we kind of, the way this thing's designed, man, it can do some stuff. And if you, it's almost as if all that information been pulled away because everybody separated because they were scared of what they knew and, and people weren't, because they didn't know it, they wouldn't even hear it, right? Like you have gifts and if you share those with somebody and they hear that, then they'll be like, all right, well, this is kind of, it's like, we're reading the damn directions. <laughs> who reads you know the directions? Who does that? Nobody who reads the directions, manual? especially guys. It's like Bible is basic instructions before you leave earth. I mean, it's like the script, the manual, like the, here's your mm-hmm. operating manual. All the Bible, basic instructions before you leave earth. Yeah. I like that. Right. So when, when you're looking through that, man, it has the do's don'ts. What happens if you do this and this, that, and the other, and then the people are blessed with it. That's like where you're born is the treasure chest to, to find the keys. You got to leave. 
And then, man, you run into people, man, they can't believe what they do for you. And then, you, you know, I. This is uh, something I found very interesting. We so in yoga, we learned about the energy centers of the body. They're also known as chakras. And you have seven of them. And the lower portion of your torso is where you have the most energy. That's your sexual organs, your digestive system. All in this entire area is where a lot of energy actually gets trapped and it stays there and stagnant. But as you work on breathing, and if you're sitting in a nice, comfortable position, sitting up nice and tall, you're breathing through the perineum. So you're actually contracting the muscles on the pelvic floor excuse me, and you're pulling that breath up all the way up and you actually have spinal fluid that moves through your spinal column up into your brain. And we have crystals inside of our brain. Like I did not even know that the p- crystals around the pineal gland and that pineal gland, which is activated by light first thing in the morning produces your serotonin at night produces the melatonin, but you have this activation that occurs And it brings you into this complete relaxed state like we were talking about with Theta, but also the healing that takes place. And I didn't realize this either, but DMT is produced. So you have this um, this really great hallucinogenic that thing that happens. And but that comes like when you're sleeping, some people during meditation time. And I find that just so fascinating Um, when you're talking about kids, the kids, they go through their their life in, in for the little toddler age, they're in theta. Like they're just, they're just observing. They're not even in this con they're not even conscious. They're basically subconscious. They're practically asleep. But most of the time, like us sitting here, we're in a beta state. So our brain are is we're relaxed, we're talking, we're not super anxious. If we were super anxious and pissed off right now, then we would be in a high beta. And I was thinking about some of those times that you know, we have been through in our marriage where there were very high, anxious, angry states. Those were high beta times. And we can't go back now, but in the future, we can move forward and say that through meditation and breath work, we can calm those uh, those brain waves to stay within the beta and the alpha alpha stage being where you're learning and you kind of go back and forth the day of beta and alpha. But you're just you're healing your body and you're giving yourself more control throughout the day. So Trey today noticed that his laundry was all molded and had a, a little, a little, PTSD. Um, little little moment this morning. I feel like those moments like that could be controlled a little better through having more meditation <laughs> practices in your life. Ooh, we, of course they could. We, we know that. Was- <laughs> so I mean, we, we know. I mean, or the laundry just doesn't get that way. But I mean, there's all the ways to look at it. But, you know, I um, well said. Well said. Honey. Well, all right. Well, thank you so much. And do y'all have anything else that you want to add on? I, I, that What you're talking about with that is on point, too. I mean, imagine being able to wake up in the morning. Like When we get up in the morning, we have a team. My feet hit the ground. First words out of my mouth, out loud, or I will serve. And then start your breathing pattern from the time your feet hit the ground. Like I go to the shower. So I'm like, I, I have this breathing pattern I do until I get in the shower. And then while I'm in it, just see how long you can go doing that. Because it'll keep you in that. And the trick is to Matt, just think about this. The first person to lose anything, lose their fight, lose anything is to lose their breath. Because then you lose uh-huh. your cool. It's almost as when that sucker tenses up, man, all those things start firing up in your body what you're talking about and they all release something like bells and whistles right mm-hmm. so the calm is like you see the elders and like they're, they're my favorite 
the elders are the, the wisdom and the silvers and grays because those are different. And the whites, those are different. White hair, you see why it's completely different than silver. Something completely going on different in there, right? And, and you don't see them. It's like they breathe normally in most situations. And all, those situations that have most will always happen to us. That's, that's kind of life's humor. So it's like, you know, I was mad about this already. I should, it's like with anything else. Stuck in the door. That's hilarious. That's get, my point. Stuck like, in the door. It's not what you think. God, that's how God picks on us. Check it's not big things, man. Door, yeah, it's, it's stuff like that. And yeah, should I have gotten mad at that after everything we've been through? No. <laughs> but don't you want me to get mad at that? So I don't get mad at this. <laughs> that's guy logic, right? I mean, it's funny. I, we go through these daily. I mean, she she has these looks and everything she gives me, and I'll be like, all right, cool, man. Yeah. We, we've been training. We're, teammates man that's just like that the is, wife means they, those those are all different too you, you know your, your wife you, you, you love her your lady and teammate it's partnership man and it when is. you start figuring that out it's like any situation you get in i always treat it like the admiral like i can't talk back i could i could no, talk back definitely. to a freaking admiral man no matter what she says i just gotta sit there and take it like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and once i got that mentality and then the kids or the troops keep them in line make her happy everything got easier for me really good about breathing and meditating I mean, he does it every day that's the only way i got that done every single day because they took away yeah, running long? and all how the long? all the counseling all throughout the day throughout the day i because can hear him just even in the car he's doing it in the car like he's always and it replaced action moments in my life like in the moments that would cause me to breathe like running the obstacle course of swimming i mean falling out of airplanes and stuff like that man that's in me i can't get that out right that's like part of me and so are those breaths Mm-hmm. So it's like feeding those every now and again makes me feel good. So I don't have to go jump by a damn airplane. <laughs> <laughs> you know I what I mean? In the car driving the passenger yeah, seat man, and just breathe. Like Morgan, I remember the other day, he was like, man, you need to get that nasal surgery. I was doing my breaths, right? And I was like, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I know. So you were doing like a ujjayi breathing. I do them all the time. I do. the back yeah. of your nose. 100%. So anybody who's listening or everyone that's listening, uh, if you want to read up on breath work, there is there are plenty of books on breath work. Um, I, now I say that and then I lost the author's name, but there's so many different types of breathing mechanisms and, uh, Ujjayi breathing or, um, Yogi, uh, Nidra. No, that's a nap. That's a yoga nap. By the way, yoga Nidra nap is, uh, 20 minutes of a yoga Nidra nap. Basically you're putting yourself into theta laying on the ground in Shavasana and your body is completely relaxed. It's actually equal to sleeping for two and a half hours. And then there's also the breathing, uh, Dr. Weil, breathing in for four seconds, holding for seven seconds, exhaling yeah, for eight seconds. Yeah, yeah. What is and that app you gave me? That one helps that. you sleep. Breathe, that one helps you sleep. Yeah, that See, one calms me down. So we have, I, I box oxygen. breathe too. But imagine when, if, you're like, if you're walking down the road and, and somebody gets in your way, say, instead of yelling at them and cussing, like, hey, you're messing with my theta waves, man. You know, I'm trying to stay <laughs> on my breathing. <laughs> that, that's how you, and that's training. Yeah. I mean, imagine like you're trying to train your breath in the minute. This is how it works for me. I'll be right in the middle and she'll call. I'll be like, mm-hmm. I'm really in, you know what I mean? And it's like, all right, life's designed that way. Those are the little tricks too. It's like, right, I'm right in the moment and you're meditating or whatever it is. And then something will happen. So there's I'm, your I'm, test. That, yeah, I was like, praying like, in the car right. before I came in here and Trey goes, <laughs> and I'm like, I jumped me for a second. And I'm like, I almost went, like I just, I almost held my breath, but instead I said, yes. I was just letting you know the question you asked me that the dog was asleep. That's it. Uh, it was just the dog was up. asleep. We oh, have, right. we have a puppy. Okay. Last thing before we get done, 
meditation will help people sleep better, right? Yes, totally. You're allowing a lot of those things that are just constantly running through your head to kind of just, you've learned how to control them a little better and not control, sorry, not control, but how to self-regulate self. Okay. There you go. Self-regulate better. So when you're waking up in the middle of the night going, where's my birth certificate? And you're not even traveling. (laughs) You get better. Or my password has expired. Oh my gosh. What is my password to that one website that I haven't been on in three years? (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you enjoyed it. You answered really great questions. And I hope those who are listening, this is an episode that you may want to listen to twice. I know that I've had to hear them 10 or 15 times. So you may want to listen to this episode 10 or 15 times. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Amy, for having me. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for coming on. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly.
Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for coming on. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.